Hey everyone, it's Celeste, and before we start the episode, I would like you guys to do something for us. If you can go ahead and rate and comment on our podcast on your favorite platform, whether you're using Apple or Spotify, we would love for you guys to do that for us so that we can share our podcast with other people and the algorithm will help us also please follow us on social media on twitter it's slight sarcasm p1 and on instagram it's slight sarcasm pod and email us at the slight sarcasm podcast at gmail.com if you have any questions suggestions anything like that and thank you guys so much and let's get on to the episode Hey people, welcome back to the Slight Sarcasm Podcast. I'm Celeste. I'm Amber. And we... Welcome to 2021! Yay. Welcome back Woo. to the podcast. Yeah. Put some, some fake cheers in there. Yes. We will... Yeah. Um, Yay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it is the end of January. It is January 24th, yeah. 2021. Um, we said we'd be back in January. We didn't say a day, so we you're specify. welcome. Yep. Yes. Yep. And we knew this for... was going to happen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, we are very busy people. So, but, you know, we come he- here and talk to each other and to you guys about our lives, and that's always fun. Mm-hmm. So... Thank you. It's also, I don't know what date we posted our first podcast, but first podcast episode, but this month makes it one year that we've been podcasting, which is also really exciting. And so it's our, so happy anniversary to us. That's always fun. Yes. (laughs) Some air horns. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I don't know. I. I'm excited for us. I do. I'm glad that we, yeah, like, I'm glad that we did this, um, and we're doing this, and Mm -hmm. I don't know, it's helped me stay sane throughout 2020. Like, how did, we didn't know that we would need this in 2020, but I I guess we did, I'm glad it worked out that way, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and you know, it's been, like you said, it's been a good outlet it's uh, a way for us to kind of come together and catch up and you know just kind of talk about stuff that might be bothering us or something and yeah it's been good yeah so um usually we do a catch-up but I mean it's just been the holidays to be totally honest guys <laughs> like there I don't think not too too much has happened well to us to in our lives <laughs> To us personally, there's been so much that has happened in the last few weeks. Yeah. So, there is that. We'll get to that. um, Or maybe we can talk about that now. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Well, let's. Why don't we handle it now? Because I don't want to get. It's going to piss me off to talk about it. And I'd rather not keep getting pissed off to talk about some of this stuff. Fair. (laughs) So, we'll try not to talk about it for too long because everyone's yeah. been talking about it exactly. for 
weeks now. So if you don't know what we're talking about, you must be living under a rock. Um, yeah, we're talking about like the capital attacks and or attack attempted coup and the inauguration, which happened yes. like a week apart, two weeks apart from each other. Yeah. So. Yeah, I guess first we'll touch on the attacks because that happened first. Um, yeah, the attacks, the riots, the insurrection, whatever you want. to Yeah, it. all that stuff. I I will say when it happened, I got extremely worried and I was very surprised by it happening. I'm not even gonna lie. Like, hmm. I, I mean. Who expect? I mean, maybe if you were in that, like, if you're a Trumpist or, you know, super, like, radical right wing, like, you probably knew that this was going to happen. But, like, if you're not any of those people, I think it is very surprising that this happened. And I'm glad it shocked me because I don't want to be in a place where stuff like the this doesn't shock me like I don't want to be numb to this kind of stuff right and and I think the other thing too is it's it was getting to that point where this kind of stuff was not necessarily um surprising to me Mm -hmm. um so I you know I think we if we had let's let's say for example this was year three of the Trump presidency like if we had a whole other year of him in office like you know let's say yeah things with like the impeachment and, and trying to get him removed from office officially didn't go through and we had to deal with this for a whole another year can't even imagine what would have happened yeah but it it would have gotten to the point where you know any we would just assume anything that could happen would happen that's yeah. just my opinion yeah that's fair yeah, I just I just personally don't want to get to a point where this stuff numbs me because I think that's the point where people stop caring yes. and they stop being activists and stop yeah. believing in change. And I think that's a place that I don't want to be at. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I still want to be surprised by this kind of stuff because it is fucked up and it is wrong. So, yeah. Um other, yeah, other than that, like, obviously, like, fuck all the people who went over there and did that, and fuck all the people that let it happen. I don't care who you are, how much money you make, or whatever, like, fuck you, because that was extremely fucked up. Fuck, um, just fuck everyone, because it shouldn't have happened in the first place, but the fact that it did is extremely disappointing yeah it's extremely disappointing because you know who reaps the most um repercussions to this is the staff the custodial staff and all the help all the people who work um who probably make less than minimum wage all the people who were at the capitol for tours that day and like the kids who were probably there um trying to get tours and people all the innocent people that were there because it was like any other day and this shit happened. I'm sorry. To, I'm not, I'm not personally sorry, obviously, but I feel bad for the, um, for the senators that caught COVID because 
their colleagues wouldn't put masks on when mm-hmm. they were being corralled together to get safe yeah. to safety all those people who caught covid because of that all the people who have been how, whose lives have been threatened before and after this entire thing like AOC went on Instagram live and it sounded like she was talking about something well she briefly mentioned something that happened to her that she couldn't talk about but it sounded fucking mm. serious like she's scared for her life mm. type of like seriousness and this is like I'm I'm so tired. Like, I'm just so, I'm so tired. I'm so tired of people pretending like all of this shit isn't real. I'm tired of people pretending like black lives don't matter and what we're doing isn't for for anything and that we're the same as these people that attack the capital and all this stuff like I'm I'm yeah. so I'm so tired I'm so tired that history is repeating itself like it it truly is like I've been listening to a lot of people who are like history nerds and buffs and stuff like that and they're talking about reconstruction and how and the untold like and the lies of Reconstruction, of, like, what we've been taught and stuff like that. And a lot of stuff that happened in Reconstruction is happening now. A lot of the ideals from Reconstruction is repeating itself or never went away in the first place. Mm. And, like, I'm I'm just tired. I'm, I'm so tired. And it's gross and disgusting. And I hate everything about it. And... Honestly, like, I don't I I also, this also, like, made me, like, really kind of deep dive and rethink about the way I have been thinking about, like, what, what the change is supposed to look like or, like, what Black Lives Matters, like, truly means to me and things like that. And I'm trying to, like, relearn, like, our history in this country to really figure out like where in this stuff is coming from to like better prepare myself or my future for what's what could happen yeah because there's a lot of people out there that aren't looking at those things and it's and history is starting to repeat itself so I you know, I don't know if any of this makes sense, but I'm just, it's been a mess. I am tired and like, fuck everyone for all that. Yeah, that's what well, <laughs> I No, I think, I think that was very well said. Um, really, you know, for me watching that, because when it happened, you know, January 6th, I could not look away from the news reports and that same that's something i think i think people now they're either too obsessed like they're always watching the news they're always checking headlines they're always you know you wake up in the middle of the night you're like oh my god i gotta check my phone just in case something happened right you know you Mm -hmm. always do that and then there's the other half of people who are like eh just let me know if something happens that might affect me like like I, i think of my parents and my 
my dad is one who has just obsessed over news and media and the way that they've covered things over the last four years or so. And my mom, she, you know, it's not like she doesn't care. It's just, it's too much for her as, you know, personally, she'd rather, you know, be informed on the back end if it's something that, you know, might affect her mm-hmm. or something that might be relevant to her. Uh, whereas my dad is like, I, I want to know everything. But, you know, you get to the point where it, it doesn't serve either person because, you know, my mom is left out of the loop. And so it's like, you know, I might call her and say, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that such and such happened. She's like, what? And, and then I got to fill her in. And I'm just like, what are you? How are you not paying attention? But then on the other side, my dad is like, that that's all he wants to talk about is what's going on in the news. And so when you do try to bring up something that's not related, he's like, he can't, he just can't set it aside enough mm-hmm. to entertain a conversation about something like the weather or mm-hmm. you know uh, music or something like that like he just yeah doesn't have the capacity anymore and i think that's just been a result of you know in particular how these last uh four or five years have gone it's just like constant and you know you wait for that day for something to finally change for the positive so that you can say that you were there and a part of it and you know, I, I just feel like I'm waiting for it every day and I'm just not going to get it. I, I don't. Well, so, you know, it's it's actually interesting because and I know I talk about travel and stuff a lot, but I really that's that's my thing. And it, that's just kind of how it is with me. But right before I called you so we could start the podcast, I was looking at my um, travel Facebook group and people someone had posted and was like, well, how many of you will now come back to America now that we have a Democrat in office or now that Biden's in office, right? And most people were like, what are you talking, like, why would I do that? If anything, I, I'm i I'm just gonna, you know, continue doing me over here. And I, I just feel like, um, I guess I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to like, you know, wrap up my point yeah, here. But, it, but really it's like, I just don't think I'm gonna, find what I'm looking for here and I'm hoping that somewhere else has it so that I can stop having this be my daily routine of like never knowing when something's gonna happen it's like every time I hear a loud boom or something you know in the city like I live in the city but like you know every time I hear like a loud noise I'm like oh my god was that a bomb like you know not like obviously I'm not like yeah terrified all day but it's like you just assume that something bad is gonna happen and, and I don't want to live somewhere where you just are continually, like you said, like, where you just continually thinking that something shitty is going to happen to you. Like, yeah. I, I just, I'm exhausted from, from, from feeling like I have to dodge tragedy, you know? Yeah. And, and another one, one other thing I wanted to bring up was I saw this, I saw this interesting TikTok last night, actually. And I rewatched it a handful of times because I was just like, couldn't believe it. And so um, this girl, she had kind of made this this skit or like the scenario, like as if she's sitting, she's like, you know, young, like elementary school age kid. She's sitting in a classroom and it's year 2000. And her teacher is, is stressing the importance of the new millennium and saying, oh my God, you're going to experience so much amazing stuff. You're, you're here like right at the cusp of like some very important things happening, all these advances in technology and you know, all this stuff happening. And then she takes you through the last 20 years. 
and all these significant events that have happened for people in our age group, like millennials and even, you know, um, older Gen Zers that are, you know, like early 20s, late teens now. Yeah. And you think about it, right? 9-11, all these school shootings, um, you know, the Pulse shooting, Pulse nightclub shooting, the um, Harvest Festival shooting, uh, COVID, you know, all, all this stuff has happened. And then, and then it's like you get to 2021, you're like, oh, my gosh, it's been two decades of just constant shit being thrown at us. And then, like right now, my CNN um, banner just pops up. War veteran is identified as capital attacker. It, it just, like, when is when does it end, right? So then you look yeah. at other countries, and yes, they have, every, every country has their problems, but, like, who is experiencing this sort of, like, a, amazing amount of just despair like who who else is going through this right now you can probably think of two or three other countries that are going through like this amount of bs and that's it but like you know really it's like it's like why why does this happen right yeah i yeah yeah, i i don't know i guess i'm just kind of like like my head is very um yeah clouded i mean yeah i mean i will also say like the grass is always greener on the other side. So there is that. Yeah, That's definitely. like our, our, presi- our, yeah, that's, that's where we are in that perspective. But I, uh, I will say though, you know, I mean, what is it? There are other countries that have, they're obviously they have their own problems and stuff like that and maybe not you know the shootings and stuff like that but that you know there we know there's countries that i mean i'm not going to say them because yeah know, i don't no, know i don't, like, don't want to kind of technology they got in there but, but like they probably can tell like the you know handful of countries that we're referring to so yeah but there are yeah i mean there are countries that you know aren't paying their labor force there are countries that are silencing you know freedom of speech Mm -hmm. well i guess they don't have any freedoms of speech but they're restricting a lot of that they they're it's like to this day like you know there are countries that are are doing a lot of those stuff and and don't have there are countries that have donald trump's still in office like there there there's a lot of that i think at this point, we're mostly talking about what is the lesser of two evils as black people on a global mm. scale. Like, what is what is important to me that'll make me feel like, okay, I can deal with this, this, and this, but I don't want to deal with this, this, and this. And so right. I feel like that's where I am right now. Like, I would love great health care and a place where at least my kid would be able to get a good education and have like really great opportunities. Um, I mean, but you know, they're still gonna, but they're still black. I'm still Mm -hmm. black. And so in anti-blackness is global. So I'm never going to escape that, but you know, what are, what are, you know, what are my, yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, and then also the inauguration, which 
Eh. Like, I mean, every black Twitter was going crazy. Everybody was talking about the outfits and stuff like that. It was that. a fashion show for me. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't really pay attention to the content of it. And I didn't watch it either. And not, not because I, yeah. didn't, I didn't support it. I'm Of course, I'm thrilled that I mm-hmm. was in office. And I'm happy for Biden and Harris and, you know, their staff and everyone. I, I have no ill will towards them. I just... I'm just exhausted. Like, I'm yeah. just like, oh, thank God. Like, I, you know, but but for me, it was like, let me know if something interesting happens. Because I was like, if something bad happens, I don't really want to see that shit live on TV. I, I think I'm, yeah. I'm good on that for now. Yeah. I did watch parts of it. Like, I watched part of Biden's speech. It was very long-winded. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched, um, uh, what's her name? The 22-year-old poet. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know she was going to, like, do... I didn't know that was happening until it happened. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. Um, yeah, other than that, I didn't didn't watch too, too... Oh, I watched um, Trump Leave. That, yeah, I watched the clips I, of that. That was funny. Yeah, that was... Um, I was like... I'm. So I think that part... When I was watching him leave, I was like, I, for some reason, Melania's outfit drew me in. I think because it was all black, and I was like, this is very symbolic. Or maybe not, but um, I also, like, really, she was just, it was all black. And she had, she had Louis Vuittons on. And I was like, damn. And then I was like, wow, this is, must be a very expensive outfit. And then... The rest of his kids and family like went on the on Air Force One or whatever. Except Baron. And supposedly was he there. was already on there, but okay. um, <laughs> but um, so I, I so I was like watching them um walk up or whatever, and they were all all the women were wearing red bottoms, and I don't know for some reason it dawned I don't know why it was like very specific to me, but it made me realize. These motherfuckers are rich. Like, beyond, like, these are, I don't know. And then I was, um, and that's why, like, everyone's outfits just, like, watching everyone, what everyone is wearing, stuff like that. Like, um, Kamala's brother-in-law was wearing, like, Dior Air Force Ones or mm-hmm, something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was just, like, oh, the Dior, what is um, it? He had, the uh, oh, God. Jordans those, those or something Nike like that. Cups, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I was just like, I and don't the have Biden this kind of money. The Biden grandkids, they all yeah. have monochrome, like, nice pieces on. They look great, but it's like, yeah, yeah, it, these are rich people. Yes. And they're holding power still, still. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, yeah. I, I mean, also, they all had masks on, so I'm pretty sure it had to be a fashion show. But, but yeah, I mean, yeah, other than that, yeah, I'm glad that there were no attacks or anything. Mm, yeah. or I'm pretty sure that got squashed really fast because of everything. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Okay, so well, this leads us into our main <laughs> yeah. um, topic, which we're just going to pretty much talk about. Um, the new year and we did this last year um for our first episode was 
late it's titled the year zero and it was just Mm -hmm. us bringing in the new decade and the new year and so we're gonna do the same thing this year but we're just bringing in the new year and not the new decade we're in the new decade and it's starting to suck but um so my first question is what are you bringing into 2021 like what is what do you want (laughs) yeah um you know, when when the year started, I, well, I remember this. This was, I think, very symbolic. Um, we were not awake for the new year, for for, for the clock to swell, um, strike midnight. We were actually in bed Same. sleeping. Same. And we, the only reason why we woke up is because we heard fireworks going off in the neighborhood. And so Same. I'm like, oh, okay, it must be 12 o'clock. Okay, happy new year, honey. And then we went right back to sleep. And... I think that was really symbolic of the year. Like just to close out the year is like, we were just so exhausted. Like we're like, I, I can't even, can't even stand to stay up till midnight. Cause yeah. I just, I'm so ready for this to be over. I just want to sleep through to the next day. Mm-hmm. And when I woke up that morning, I was like, oh man, I feel like I'm doing this wrong. Like I should be celebrating. We got through the year. There's so many people that did not make it through the year and they thought they did and they had all these plans and they had all these things they wanted to do and and you know and their families are still here you know having to mm-hmm. grasp the fact that their their loved one is not here and so I was like I need to have a better outlook on this next year and so what I wanted to start doing what I have been doing and I think it's been starting to work pretty well is I started um one i one i kind of go back to this this main motto that i go by which is you know everything happens for a reason and i'm not really religious and i'm not really spiritual but i do believe in some sort of maybe not karma but um you know some sort of reason like literally everything happens for a reason if you don't get that job you really wanted it's because some other opportunity is there for you that's a better suit for you or you know if you're struggling through something it's you know, to teach you some kind of lesson that you can apply later in life or to make things easier for you later, you know, it, you can, you can kind of apply that to anything that happens to you. And I found that that is like very comforting to me, um, especially when I'm, you know, having those moments where I feel like frustrated. Uh, so I try to remind myself that that works for me. And another thing that I wanted to introduce is like, I started thinking about this, um, like a few weeks ago, I basically was like, I, I, I can't, I can't expect other people to understand how I'm feeling about certain things. Like you can explain stuff, of course. And if they mm-hmm. get it in their own way, that's fine too. But you can't, like, if you're upset about something, you're really truly upset about something, it's not going to hit the same way to somebody else. Mm -hmm. nobody else like even when we're talking about you know just like our struggles and things like that and things that we're seeing happen to people that look and and act like us it's it's still not the same i'm not reacting the same as you you're not reacting Mm -hmm. the same as someone else whatever right but but there's something i think um you know that i'm trying to do basically is is try to use uh my reactions to things as things as a way to fuel me to like do better so um i'm trying to think of an example right now i I actually wrote this down 
<laughs> in my notes. Let me look up my notes on my phone. I'll read this to you. And I think we we talked about this because I know you called me like we were packing up um, oh, to yeah, move and you yeah. called me we were catching up for a bit. And I know we kind of talked about this, but now I'm trying to find my damn, <laughs> my note where I wrote it down. Hold on. <laughs> Here we go. So I basically was, I, this, this was something um, else that I kind of thought about. It said, find a way to make every decision you make for you. Always find a reason to make it about you. And I don't mean that in a way like be selfish, but I mean like, you know, if, if as an example, people give to char- to charity, right? And typically you would think of that as like a very selfless thing to do, obviously. Like you're giving away your money or your time or your, you know, um, personal items or something to benefit someone else but it also in a way benefits you because it's healing for your soul and it's and it's good for you like so it's it's in a way it's always like kind of cyclical like you give and then in return what you get is that like inner fulfillment right um but then you think of other things like that might be like frustrating like okay um you know, you have something to do for work and, you know, somebody kind of threw you under the bus and now you're responsible for this thing at work. Like, like you can't really get upset about that because it's got to get done either way, right? If it's like a task for work for your job or whatever, and someone dropped the ball and now you have to figure it out, it's got to get done either way. So the best thing that you can do is make it about you. So say, okay, well, that's fine. Now that I have to take over this, this task and do this task, it's just another way for me or another you know um instance where I get to practice my skills or another way for me to show my boss Mm -hmm. that I'm I'm able to you know work with whatever I'm given or something like that like you gotta like try to have things you know try to make things like benefit you to like get you to move through that like difficult thing right and I've been finding like when I get upset like if we like if my partner and I are having an argument or something I try to think about that it's like you know, I might want to argue something to death just so I can say I made my point. But in the end, the way I can have it benefit me, quote unquote, is, you know, maybe I stop the argument sooner. I say, hey, you know what? You're right. Like, or hey, you know what? Let's let's table this for now. I'm good if you're good. Like, let's just keep moving on. And that's a benefit to me because I get to continue on with my day and I don't have that like mental weight of this thing that like supposedly has been upsetting me. And so what I'm finding is in this long winded ways. I'm finding that I'm getting over things quicker and I'm having like a better outlook on things and I'm tackling these like difficult tasks and stuff with, with a better attitude because of that. So I, I don't know. I think, you know, it, it could be something that that uh, um, other people maybe think about try, trying to apply. But um, for me, it's been very helpful and that's definitely um, something I'm trying to focus on for this year. It's just having that like right mindset and the energy um yeah you know when it comes to those sort of challenging things yeah no I 100% agree I will say um I a few a couple years ago I in the realm of what you're talking about I decided that I was going to try to stop being mean to myself Hmm. and I think um that is very like similar to what you're talking about in that it's not about like always being positive or blah, 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 or whatever. It's just the notion that negativity or negative thoughts or anything like that doesn't take you out of 
your yes. out of like your negative feeling yes. doubling down on negativity isn't like take you out of that negative negative place that you're at mm-hmm. because it just makes you feel worse and it also and so, the situation exactly so if you're so instead switching that to being like okay having tools to be like okay let me stop saying that negative thing or you know okay what are the tools that I'm using to kind of like take me away from this negative place or something like that it benefits you greatly because it allows you to not want to double down in this negative place and then that becomes cyclical as well so yeah I yeah 100% agree and I totally understand um where you're coming from with that I think for me what am I bringing into 2020 uh I feel like a lot of the same things like I'm trying to be you know more positive and Mm -hmm. um trying to always be a better version of myself all the time and constantly learning about like who I am and what are the things that I need to work on um to be you know the the best you know a better friend a better neighbor roommate I don't have any roommates but (laughs) um just like an overall better version of myself and so those are um those things I am I think um Something else is, you know, like, I want to start standing up for myself more, and um, I feel like I don't do that enough. I let, I let people tell me who I am because of how, how they view me, um, or their opinions of myself, of me, versus actually making an opinion of myself and, like, saying, like, no, this is who I am, um, Another thing, I wrote this down in a post-it note, and I put it on my computer monitor, but I it says, this is all over Twitter, but I feel like this is very, very true for me this year, let go of things that do not serve you. Yep. Like, I... Definitely. I have to let go of, I have to let go of things that do not serve me, because I've been, I will, I tend to hold on to things, because... They've been in my life for such a long time and it's comfortable, it's familiar, and it's not helping me. It's not, um, there is no benefit to having those things in my life. So I'm learning to let go. Dang, I forgot what the other thing was I was going to say. But yeah, that's, um, yeah, that's mostly what I'm bringing in to to 2021 god that sounds so weird (laughs) well no i mean i think i think it's it's about time i think in our lives like we're at that age now where we finally kind of are able to see through the bullshit and see through stuff that has been um limiting us and you know kind of controlling us in a way and stuff like you know cutting loose ends and and you know, even um, parting ways with people that don't that don't serve you. That's that's very important because I I started doing that like a year or so ago, um, maybe a couple years ago, and I've noticed like over time it's it's easier 
to um, let people go and let people do their own thing. And you can still be happy for them and wish them well, but, you know, if you're like, like I, I think of my like Facebook friends list, like before I started, I just looked at this the other day, before I started like cutting people, you know, and, and it sounds like really bad to say it that way, but before I started, um, you know, just like unfriending people that I just don't mm-hmm. have anything, you know, d- didn't speak to or anything anymore, not for any bad reason, just you know, we kind of grew apart. Um, before I started doing that, I had like, I think like 1200 friends or something. And I looked at that number one day and I was like, what the, f- I, I talked to like 20 people, maybe like, yeah, <laughs> I can't, you know, I, I haven't, a lot of those people I hadn't talked to in years. Some of those people I never talked to, I just knew them. So I thought that, you know, to add another one to my number count on my friends list and stuff. And now I'm looking at, I think I've been able to like cut like 500 people off my list over the last couple of years. And it doesn't, I don't feel any different. I just, it's yeah. just less visual noise to me. Like it's less, mm-hmm. you know, when I scroll on my timeline, there's less people where I'm like, who, who is that? Like they have a baby. I didn't know she was pregnant. You know, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like I'm having, I'm seeing less and less of that. And so I'm feeling more engaged with the people that I do care about. Whereas like, you know, I, I just had a friend um, announce that she, they're expecting their second child. And I'm like, oh my gosh, but you know, if I didn't maybe if I didn't have um you know cut all those other people I might have missed that announcement and it's like you know I I kind of check in with her from time to time I'm sure I would have come come across it anyway but it's you know stuff like that it's like clearing out that old stuff leaves more space for for the important stuff the new stuff that that matters to you you know yeah yeah I I agree yeah okay um so what are your intentions for the new year so what are your i guess this is like the um new year's goals new year resolutions i don't like to say goals and resolutions i like to say intentions because intentions are ongoing and they feed into um your life in the longer term um rather than goals and resolutions so um also, intentions just sound way better. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know what my I don't know what my intentions are for this year. Hold on, I think I wrote them down. Oh, oh, oh. a lot of these are school related because I am. <laughs> I'm still in school. <laughs> um, I want to pass all my classes, um, which I have two. Um, I. So this year I'm applying to architecture schools. Yes. And doing all of that college stuff. So that's gonna be fun. Um, I am also working on my portfolio. Like when you apply to architecture art school, you have to most like ninety percent of the time you have to um, do a portfolio of like all your artwork, and I don't have any of that. So I have to take, like, drawing and painting and, like, different mediums um, classes so I can, like, you know, have an actual portfolio. So that's one of my goals, more of, like, something I have to actually do. Um, I want to go back to therapy, I think, after... um, and hopefully around like June or hopefully before that, but I think it might, I'm, my 
goal is at least June, but I want to start before that for certain financial reasons. Um, I can't afford it right now, but I want to go back to therapy. I've been dying to go back to therapy, but I just haven't had the time or I haven't really wanted to, (laughs) to be totally honest, because I'm afraid to talk about the things that I need to talk about. And even though I encourage everyone to go to therapy, I know, but I also do always say it's hard to like go in um, initially and at least you should try. But yeah, but I've also been in and out of therapy for years. Um, I want to start moving my body more. Last year, I did not move my body at all. I was very sedentary. Same. Um, And... And so I want to, like, move my body more. I want to do more intuitive movement and intentional movement with my body. So I don't use the terms exercise or losing weight or any of that stuff because it's triggering for me. And also I want to re... Um, I want to redefine my relationship with those like with exercising and moving and stuff like that because I've had I have really bad um I have a really bad relationship with um exercising and things of that nature so I want to so I took a break from doing a lot of that and trying to redefine my relationship with that and Mm -hmm. have a and trying to have a better relationship with that so this year I want to do more intentional and intuitive movement um yeah and Oh, and just the last thing is being more consistent with the podcast this year and um, trying to um, give, you know, more and good content. And, you know, I think last year we did really well for our first year and for us being like super busy and it being the beginning of coronavirus, you know, just all those things. I feel like we still did really, really well last year. Um, and, and I'm really proud of us. Like, honestly, the last, like, couple weeks of 2020, we did really well. I was, like, like, I don't know, like, the last day or something, someone just, like, binge all of our episodes or something. Like, I don't know what happened, but there was, like, yeah, we had, like, a a nice little spike. I was, like, oh, wow, this is interesting. And, like, the past, like, couple weeks, like, people have been listening even though, like, we haven't posted anything. So I'm grateful. I don't know if someone shouted us out or maybe the algorithm. I don't know. But I'm grateful for everyone who listens to our episodes or who has tried to listen to our episodes. Maybe, you know, maybe it wasn't your thing, but I'm glad that you took a chance on us. Um, So, yeah, but, yeah, definitely. I think that's for both of us, like, trying to be more consistent and putting out some really good episodes and stuff like that. You we know the episodes that y'all love. <laughs> so we'll still be doing those but yes. you know, adding hopefully yeah. we'll have some other new favorites for you guys. So so yeah, those are those are my um intentions for the new year. What are your intentions? Yeah, no, I, I think that was very well said. Um and I agree on a lot of that. I, I pretty much echo um, you know, what you're looking forward to for this year. I definitely want to finally have like a normal, stable exercise routine um, towards like through like late summer and into fall. I, I was doing pretty well and I've discovered, I've discovered that, you know, I, I, well, I already knew this. I don't like 
the normal like okay you go for a jog or you go and you know do sit-ups or whatever I don't like that kind of stuff I'd rather do things like try to dance and I say try very heavily because I cannot dance <laughs> but I try <laughs> you know I'd like I'd rather do stuff like you know where people might think it's more fun than other things like um dancing or I found these like step workouts so you like there's this guy on YouTube I love him he will play the songs like kind of like, upbeat like dancey kind of song mm-hmm. and he'll do like different um you know, like a step workout. So you go, you know, you take like three steps to the right, take three steps to the left, and then you go up and down or, you know, you're just doing different stuff to like keep your body moving for that whole 15 or 20 minute span or whatever. And then by the end of it, you've, you know, actively taken a few thousand steps. So I really like um, that kind of stuff where it's like unique. And there's like a game on the Switch that I, my mom gifted it to me months ago and I haven't even used it yet but I was obsessed and I wanted to find it like right when quarantine started everyone was buying the game until it was sold out constantly and so I finally got it in the fall and I haven't opened it yet and it's and it's uh it's this one called ring fit adventure oh yeah I've seen that yeah yeah so you have a an exercise ring that has the game controllers on it and then you know you it tracks your movements with the Mm -hmm. controllers and you you know kind of do different things like you end up um, doing squats and different things but you're playing a game while you do it so the more active you are with the controller and everything in person the more you do in the game to you know get through the levels yeah. and stuff so I, and I you know so I think inventive things like that I'm really gonna be paying attention to that more um that's like and the then also Fit. right so right yeah. so like I we used to love that's, Fit, we had and, that, you know even yeah. doing stuff like playing the game like where you're playing tennis on the Wii Fit mm-hmm. or like bowling all that stuff is in is engaging you in something you're up and you're moving right and and so it's like that kind of stuff is fun for me where it's like you you know you're working out but you're having fun and like so then in a way it's kind of like just a bonus that you get some exercise right because you're still Mm -hmm. you know playing a game or having fun or listening to good music or whatever so another thing um i i can't i can't remember the name of the step guys workout because it's been a while since i did it but one um channel that my mom actually turned me on to is this guy called the fitness marshal and oh he's amazing he will do um these like simple choreography to popular songs like he does a lot of like lady gaga and ariana and mm-hmm. you know even like um some other uh, pop artists and stuff like that but he does a simple choreography and it's you know you do it like for like four minutes or so and you do like two or three of those sweating so bad wow, and it's yeah. so much fun so much fun and he, he's just like very like bright and cheery like come on girls you got it you know like that kind of like mm-hmm. you know you kind of need that like mental boost sometimes when you're like you know out of shape and flopping around and sweaty and stuff but it you know he yeah. kind of has that positive energy and they're very um his channel like he has a lot of uh people come on and like dance with him and they're just like very body positive and there's people of all sizes doing the dances with him and it's just like really refreshing to see that kind of stuff and so i really love his channel so i'll definitely be you know trying to do his stuff regularly too because that that's like just it's just so much fun and again i can't dance but i like to try so (laughs) yeah and that was kind of like when we first started um quarantine that was kind of how i was doing a lot of my workouts was I was I was trying to learn the stupid ass TikTok dances and I was like getting frustrated because I couldn't learn them but I was working out you know exercising while I was doing it so yeah you know trying to do that and then again you know kind of echoing what you said um I really want to 
you know, focus on, on um, being able to do more to separate my work from my life and my work from my hobbies and things like that. So right now, or like, you know, in previous times, I would do my work but, um, you know, my head is just like spinning, like thinking about things like, oh, I want to make a video about this or oh, I want to talk about this on a podcast. Whereas now, like, I really want to focus on, OK, while you're sitting there to work, you got to work. And then, mm-hmm. you know, the sooner you get through all this stuff and you're spending less time distracted. So you're, you know, working more actively, the sooner that you can shut all that off for the night or, you know, the week or whatever and focus on your other stuff. So like doing the podcast and um, I, I have a couple ideas for some YouTube channels and I'm trying to get off the ground, uh, you know, so I got one that's gaining traction. I don't want to, you know, plug my channel or anything, but like I got one that's gaining traction that I'm trying to work on and another one where I'm actually going to be sitting in front of the camera and doing, um, stuff with my face. And that, that's like a big, big deal for me. I've never been comfortable putting my face on camera. Um, otherwise, like, cause I have all these ideas for like skits and things and things that I want to talk about, but that's why I like the podcast so much because mm-hmm. it's just a voice attached to the name. There's no, you know, there's no face and body and hair and all that stuff attached. But for me to be able to, um, like face my fears finally and put my face out there and everything like that, I think that's just going to open up a lot for me, um, because that's something, and, and you know, it's just one of those things where it's like, and I'm sure a lot of people can kind of resonate with this, where you, you always say, oh, I'd love to do that. I'd love to do that. And then all this time passes and you're like, oh, I've been saying I want to do this for years and I still haven't done it. You know, and you get to this point where you're like, you, you realize just how much, you know, could have happened in that time span where mm-hmm. you were so caught up on this one detail. Like, oh, I, w- I would love to do that, but I don't want my face to be on camera. Oh, I would love to do that, but I hate the way my voice sounds or whatever. Um you know, you have all this time pass and you're like, damn it, like this, that yeah. whole time I could have been, you know, working through that and I could have been mm-hmm. on the other side of it by now and maybe been successful or, you know, had the result that I wanted by now. So mm-hmm. kind of just trying to um, really just face my fears and engage with them because I realized that, you know, I have all these changes I want to make in my life and I can't have other people do it for me. It's kind of like what I was saying earlier. It's like, you have to kind of make it your own anyway. You don't yeah. really have a choice. So yeah. 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 That sounds good. I really like that. <laughs> um, okay. So my last question, this is pretty short, but um, do you have one thing that you think may or will happen in 2021? Like, it can be literally anything. Okay. Like, yeah. I I have this hope, and I I know this is probably going to sound, like, really shallow and conceited, but I know that I'm going to, something is finally going to click for me, and I'm going to be able to have the success that I want to have, and it's not necessarily related to my current job. It's really related to like stuff like YouTube or the podcast or something. I really want to, I'm thinking this is the last full year that I need to work a normal job. Like I really, (laughs) I really want this shit to happen this year. Yeah. Where I finally figure out the stuff that I've been wanting to do for like over a decade now. I've been wanting to do stuff like have a YouTube channel, you know, popular, um, profitable, 
channel. I've been ha wanting to have that for over a decade and, or, you know, some other means where I can kind of control my own dis destiny and have mm -hmm. my own um, stuff happen for me. I, I really, I really feel strongly that this year is going to happen. I, I'm like refusing to think <laughs> any other results. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's yeah, just me. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, obviously there's always a chance it won't happen, but there, there's still a, ch a pretty good chance that it could happen. So yeah, I'm trying to uh, be on the right side of things. Yeah. Oh, I really like that. I don't think that's shallow or anything like that. I think I, yeah, I just get how you're you know, setting intentions off, like, for yourself. Like, oh, she just wants to make money. Like, I'm like, no, it's not really that. I just I have all these things I want to do, and I just can't do them with a normal job that I have. It, it mm -hmm. I just don't have the flexibility and the freedom that I would need to do the things that I want to do right now. So yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what I think will happen this year. I'm hoping this year, I think this, this year is so weird to me because I've been working towards this year for a very long time. This is the year that I'm going to, I guess, this is, this is the year that I'm gonna really figure out what the next chapter is going to be yeah yeah like Same. this is because you know for a long time for the past like four or five years I've been working towards trying to go back to a four-year university or college or whatever mm -hmm. and this is the year before that happens and it's very unknown for me and I don't know a lot of it like I don't know what's gonna happen but um I I hope that by you know December like at least early 2022 I'm very much like oh I have a better idea of like what's gonna what's the game plan because I have a lot I have a plan a through like f but <laughs> like I I don't know which path I'm gonna be on so mm -hmm. I so yeah so I guess I don't know I guess I'm hoping the one thing that really happens is that I get the vaccine that is like my bare minimum <laughs> of like <laughs> that yeah, I get I the vaccine that, I think that can yeah and uh, hopefully this year yeah but yeah that that's all the questions I have for for this year I'm I'm hoping for you know last year was rough I don't mm -hmm. think a lot of us expected for it to turn out the way it did no, of course not um but I'm hoping this year is the I don't have a lot of ex expectations for this year because last year was so bad, but I am hoping that at least a couple good things happen. Like you yeah. know, at least something good happens. Like I I feel like we're still gonna be bored in the house, bored in the house, bored. Like that's just not gonna change for even if everyone gets the vaccine. I don't think much of that is gonna change a ton. Because the vaccine only helps so much, there's also like new variants of the, um, of the of yeah. the virus anyway. 
So there's that. And so, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I am hopeful and I am happy and I'm very glad that, um, that we're, I will say, I am grateful that I'm in a better situation than I was last year, this time last year, even like minus like COVID and everything like that. Like I'm definitely in a better place than I was last year this time so i am very happy and grateful for that i'm hoping that next year this time i'm in a better place and than i am now which i don't know i feel like i'm pretty content where where i am now so like something better than this is would be great and i guess for right now is beyond my imagination i don't know Mm -hmm. Not to say that, like, my life is perfect and beautiful, but I do, I am comfortable where I am now, so, you know, I don't know, I guess I'm just not itching and reaching for something brighter and new in this moment. I'm pretty sure in the next week or month or so, like, that'll change, (laughs) but, like, in this moment, I think I'm okay, so. Yeah, I think we both have enough new stuff going on right now to keep us occupied for the next month or so yeah but then after fair. that you know once things settle we can mm-hmm. kind of reevaluate and see what else is is up for grabs yeah you're perf- you're exactly right yeah so yeah um that's all i have i don't know if you have anything else or anything. um hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well i was just thinking um uh, the weather here has just been kind of like drab like there's been a couple sunny days but again i'm in the midwest um like chicago area so a lot of like snow off and on but it had i was just thinking like i feel like i keep freaking jinxing myself because i was just thinking like two days ago i'm like damn it really isn't snowed that much yet like we've had like wow. maybe <laughs> three maybe three snow falls where it's actually like stuck to the ground needed to be plowed all that stuff but mm-hmm. man i must have jacked something up because i checked the weather when i thought that like a day or two ago and then i get this alert on my phone which never happens with weather stuff but i got this alert and it was like oh get ready for treacherous conditions oh, 10 inches of snow and wind gusts of 40 miles an hour or more and i'm like what the Damn. Fuck? Yeah. Like, what kind of <laughs> bad energy, bad juju did I bring in? <laughs> so, I don't know, lucky though. I'm 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 lucky that I don't have to uh commute to work, but my partner does, so I think he he's like, oh, I guess I got to get some boots." Like <laughs> like we don't even have boots and we live up here and that's like a big no-no. Like yeah. we have not been preparing for this, but we'll see what happens. I'm I know I'm going to be salty this whole week cuz I hate looking at slush on the ground like like two or three days after it snows and all the snow is like yellow from Mm -hmm. dogs peeing on it or black from like dirt and everything on the street (laughs) i just hate looking at that (laughs) yeah that's fair yeah so maybe that's what's got me hot i think i'm just like i'm just (sighs) i'm just over the snow it it didn't even snow that much but i just i don't like (laughs) snow i liked it when i was in grade school because it could get me out of school but 
yeah, it's not my thing anymore. Yeah. Well, um, A, I love snow, so, but I also <laughs> live in a place where it doesn't snow a ton, so there's that. Um, I guess, what has got me hot this week? Oh, okay, 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 okay. So the other day, I think this wasn't last night. This was the night before. I couldn't sleep because I have indigestion. And um, I was like up, or maybe it wasn't indigestion. Maybe I just woke up and couldn't get back to sleep. I don't know, whatever. I was up and I the TV was on and I was watching PBS and they were doing this like, it's not a series but this they had like an episode or something or a little show on um disasters and Mm. well they had a show on like the heat the this heat wave that came across chicago in like 95 that like killed like hundreds of people and they were digging into that and talking about like pretty much the question overall question was why isn't this considered a disaster because and I was like that is extremely I was like I mean we all know why racism but like they were talking about how you know the U.S. spends millions of dollars on disaster preparedness FEMA yeah, be, and, like, the amount of money they spend on, like, tornado preparedness and stuff like that, when the average amount of people that die during tornadoes is one, and the average amount of people who die over the summer due to heat exhaustion is, like, in the thousands, millions mm-hmm. of people who die um, during heat exhaustion, but specifically, like... Um, well, if you don't know, like in, I think it's 1995, um, Chicago went through this heat wave. It was like a hundred, it was like in the hundreds and, um, and, um, like in a bunch, like hundreds of people died in low income. Yeah, it was over. So what had happened was, was, um, I want to get to that 700 number, but really quickly, um so at first they said it was like 525 people that had died and it was the numbers were so high that they had to get refrigerated like trucks to these neighborhoods because they um because the coroner's office like literally could not keep up with the amount of bodies and so they had like four or five refrigerated trucks, kind of like, you know, in the beginning of COVID <laughs> when like that, well, still now, like when um, like the hospitals couldn't keep up, the coroner's office could not keep yeah. up and they had Katrina just well, bodies. Yeah, Katrina as well. And um, and at first they said it was like 500 plus people or whatever that had died. That's what like the city said. But when researchers actually like dug into it, they like, um because they really dug into it they were um they noticed that there are people who um were marked who who had died that summer 
They were marked as they didn't die due to heat exhaustion. They died because of their pre-existing condition, which Mortality is... Mortality displacement. Yes. So... They so researchers took into account all of those people and you know they did their mathing and they did the average of like oh like we're gonna actually average out like how many people were supposed to die versus like the close number to death, of people. they were yeah ill or or something like that yeah. like what's the average like deaths per year in like this area without the heat wave and then they factored yeah. that in and that's where they got that seven hundred and twenty nine number or. Mm around that area so it was actually yeah 700 plus people that actually died when the city was pretty much like oh it was only like 525 people which that's still a lot of people but the reason why these people died is because they live in low-income neighborhoods and in the and we all know these if you're black or if you're non-white you know these neighborhoods they're not safe they don't have a lot of these um buildings do not have air conditioning or fans or any sort of ventilation a lot of people are yeah right yeah a lot of these people don't live in um their bedrooms don't have any windows or maybe their homes don't have windows or if they have windows they're nailed shut because of security if they do open the window the only security that they have is a flimsy net that keeps out mosquitoes they can't open their windows at night like and it's just, or maybe they can't even pay, the, pay their electricity bill. Um, there are no places in their neighborhoods for them to like go cool off because there like are no businesses. Yeah, there's there's no business there because they've been driven out. Um, there are so many, you know, boarded up, abandoned homes in these neighborhoods. It's just, there's no shade, there's no trees. It's just dry, arid land in these neighborhoods because, and like empty plots and like all of, there's just so many different factors that contribute to this. And like people were just dying because of this. And it just pissed me off because I was just like, this shit is still happening. This shit is still happening. The, the girl that was there, that was um, doing the the show or whatever, she went to, um, like, these emergency preparedness places, like, these events and stuff. And she was, like, showing them this map of, like, they made a map of, like, oh, like, these are the neighborhoods that have their low income, and these are the places where these people died. And, and obviously it overlapped. And, like, very much. And she was, like, showing these people, like, oh, like, is this not an emer- these emergency preparedness people who have these conferences and stuff and telling people, like, what they need to have and all this stuff and, um, and, and making millions off of emergency preparedness. And she was, like is this not in a disaster? Like what classifies a disaster is, you know, is a heat wave, is people dying in these neighborhoods not a disaster? And this guy was like, well, you know, that has nothing to do with that, blah, blah, blah. You need, these people just need to pull their themselves by their bootstraps. And I wanted what? to punch this asshole right through the TV. And I was just like, wow. I was, I was just like, he was like, that has nothing to do with anything, blah, blah, blah. Pretty, pretty much. And I was just like, 
oh my god and these and these cities and counties spending millions of dollars on these these this equipment for a disaster that may or may not happen mm-hmm. they're talking about they cited like you know there's the, i think it's in kentucky this fault line that they're like preparing for that um that may or may not have an earthquake but they're spending millions of dollars yep. to prepare for it and it's like but there are millions of people who are dying because y'all won't allocate resources to them because they're black point blank period and it's it's extremely it's it's extremely fucked up and this is the kind of like history that like people need to be talking about and this is like I like did a series of tweets like earlier I think like a couple days ago where I was pretty or yesterday I was pretty much like I am that was like the catalyst that me watching that was like the catalyst of me tweeting um these series of tweets but I was pretty much like I am tired of being around people that don't care because it's been an entire year at least almost a year of all of the black lives matters protest and and stuff like that and a lot of y'all are only covering the baseline of you know what the issues are and learning about like the things that you need to be learning about a lot of you a lot of people who are not black have been out here like yeah black lives matter blah blah blah, whatever and all this other bullshit and you're it's been months later and you're not doing anything like that's all you said that's all you did like i did my part in june yeah and and that was it and i'm including the people that are in my life i i am i can see it like your black friends your brown friends your indigenous friends like all the non-white people they see it we can see it when you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing like, mm-hmm. we can tell. it's not. We're not stupid. We're not dumb. You're not. So we, we, can, we can see it. And I'm not going to gloss over it. Like, I'm just not anymore. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm doing the work. Like, this, I was, like, thinking about it. And I was, like, wow. Like, since, like, June or whenever, I was, I've been pretty much, like, doing the work and I didn't realize I was doing the work until like recently and I was like wow like I've been passively like getting a lot of this information I follow um history nerds and um historians that are constantly telling these kinds of stories I'm I watch PBS and like who tells a lot of these stories like I go out of my way to like do a lot of these things because it's important to me because Mm -hmm. it because I want to do better and see better. And granted, I understand I have a lot of privileges. I have the privilege to be able to um, support or, you know, on Patreon or so or anything like that. Like a lot of the history nerds that I follow that give me a lot of this information. I have a lot of privilege to ha- actually have the time to take out to like, you know, 
learn about a lot of these things. Like, I understand I have a lot of these privileges, but also I make it a point to do a lot of these things because it matters to me. It's extremely important to me. And maybe that's just the place that I'm at, but I'm glad I'm at that place because I don't want to be ignorant to all of these things. I've been too ignorant to it for like my entire life and I'm like relearning my own history so so yeah that really had me hot and I was just Mm. like that was very long-winded but I was just like I don't want to like I don't want to deal with this anymore one other thing really quickly I was watching Anna Akana's one of her recent videos she's on YouTube and she has a she has a huge YouTube channel and she talks about her life and stuff like that and like little small lessons that she learns and um but in a very like fun engaging way um and she had did a video on it was I think it's called like a question you should ask when someone doesn't like you or when you learn someone doesn't like you and Pretty much the question, the question pretty much was, are you okay with being misunderstood? And that resonated me with me really well because I was like, wow, like that is very interesting. Like someone most likely doesn't like you because they don't, they're misunderstanding like who you are and, or a version of like who you are. And I was just like, wow, that like totally makes sense. But are you okay with that? Are you okay with? the way that they think about you because if you are then you don't care if they don't Mm. like you or not but if if you are not okay with them misunderstanding you that's most likely the reason why it bothers you that they don't like you and then that's why that's when you try to be like oh my god like try to overanalyze like every interaction and like everything that goes on and you're just like oh my god like what what did I do wrong blah 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 like why don't they like me it's because you you don't want them to misunderstand you and I was just like that is extremely interesting I've had yeah yeah something going on in my life that I'm very much like I I am afraid of being misunderstood and I don't want to be misunderstood. But after watching that video, I was like, you know what? In the situation that I'm in, like, I'm already misunderstood. And why am I trying to get validation from people who clearly don't care to understand me already? And I was just like, wow. I was like, okay, I think that answers a lot of my questions. (laughs) So, so yeah. So that's my other little thing that's got me hot but yeah yeah you know you know there's there's one other thing i'll add on to that that i actually again all this stuff is just coming in like because i i'm seeing all this stuff over the last couple days and and then we're talking about it totally unprompted and it's just crazy but again i saw a tiktok and there's this lady she she's kind of like uh she's this black woman older black woman and she likes to give like life advice, but in like these quick, like 10 to 15 second pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, so her piece was basically like, it was about closure, right? Mm-hmm. So she said, a lot of you look for closure, but you're only looking for 
validate further validation of something that already happened or a result that already happened so what she's saying is like in most situations you don't really need closure because you already got your answer like most people are like oh i just want to understand why blah blah blah. you you might not need that because you already you already got the main gist of it which is you know in like relationships or something like people might say oh i need closure to see why i want to know why you ghosted me or why we stopped Mm -hmm. talking or whatever they you already got the answer if they were truly interested in you and truly wanted to be with you in the way that you wanted to be with them or maybe the way that you assumed they would still be talking to you and they would still be engaged with you right or they Mm -hmm. would have brought it up and you would have worked out something you know what it was bothering them but you already have your answer they clearly he's just not that into you right so you don't need that closure you just need to close that chapter turn the page and move the fuck on like that that's I'm not telling telling you that you need to do that, but I think it's very parallel where it's like, you know, you have to be okay with them having their own thought and their own prerogative over how they want to approach the situation. And then for you to say, I, I'm i just going to take this and keep it moving. Yeah. You know, obviously you can stew on it and you can process it and you should because you shouldn't just ignore things that happen to you, but you have to do it with the thought that that is your own closure just you being able to just think about it and say you know maybe give yourself that mental pep talk and say look this is this is already happening there's not much else i can do about it you know if i could convince them otherwise i could but it's not up to you in the end right mm-hmm. and and just just moving on with that by you know like what we were talking about earlier where we're getting rid of people that aren't adding value to our lives anymore if somebody is is dragging you down like that they're not adding value they're taking value from you because they're you're letting them stay in your head and you know you know they're living rent free is what what people are saying (laughs) lately you know like don't let them live rent free like let them work for it if they don't want to work for it then you know you find it elsewhere yeah let it go yeah Mm -hmm. yeah well that's it for us yeah Yeah. I yeah, think that was a good little vent sesh there at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, y'all, she was going off. I was like, damn, I'm scared. Would that fuck something up too? <laughs> I was like, let me be on my best behavior and be quiet and let her say oh. her piece. I don't want to no. cut her off or nothing. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. 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 Well, again, thank you for joining us and thank you for joining us here in this new year. We hope you enjoyed this podcast and yeah, this was the Slight Sarcasm Podcast. I'm Amber. I'm Celeste. And we hope to have you all join us again next time. Bye. Bye.